Nick Talks Music. Why does bad rap get a bad rap? I've been wanting to do an episode like this. So let's just jump right in. No intro, no bullshit. What is bad rap music? If you try and simplify it, baseline, we're just talking about beats and lyrics that aren't up to par with the best stuff out there, right? But you got to dig deeper if we're going to eventually come to the defense of quote-unquote bad rap, which I am to a certain degree. Bad rap would be what? Songs that don't have real meaning? Artificial bullshit party songs? Lyrics that don't show any particular skill that is recognized and celebrated by rap and the hip-hop community? That gets into flow, wordplay, storytelling, referencing life experiences, multi-syllable rhyming, punchlines? All that show-off stuff to show what kind of lyricist you are. How can you stay on a beat? What kind of message do you have? Now, I don't care who you are. It's fair to say that a lot of those elements, to a certain degree, to a majority of rap artists, have fell by the wayside. Hip-hop fans talk about 90s hip-hop being a golden age. And it's true. You go back and listen to 90s hip-hop, there's this authentic nature to most of the top artists at the time. A lot of 90s hip-hop has very recognizable styles and identities, right? East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, Down South, very regional styles. Now, you have a huge list of subgenres under the rap umbrella. Trap music and crunk have come to the forefront, and they serve some purpose which is where the defense gets in in a little bit, but it all kind of meshes together and sounds the same. It doesn't offer any depth or identity. All those elements I just listed that makes good rap music, but again, this quote-unquote bad rap, it does serve a purpose, and that's why it does get a bad rap. I think we're holding it to a different lens and a different standard that we should be. If you take a step back, Hip-hop has had amazing growth over the last 20 years. That genre has been thrust to the forefront as the most popular and listened to music. What happens when attention and popularity of anything grows like that? Fan bases grow. People giving rap a chance who haven't before. Fans who kind of stayed in the pocket and only liked certain styles of rap start getting interested to see what other styles sound like. Right? New artists, new styles, they want to check it out. But how about this for a question, and I think about this a lot. Will any rapper that came out in the last 10 years, debuted in the last 10 years, make a top 10 all-time list? Top 10 rappers all-time? It's a bit of a subjective question, but I say no, and there's a few reasons. But think about how common some names are that you know will always be listed on these top 10 lists. Biggie, Tupac, Eminem, Nas, Jay-Z, right? You always hear those names. And of course, some people debate back and forth. 
but you're so likely to hear a few of those names, you know, when Rolling Stone comes out with their lists, other publications, websites, people. You're always going to hear a couple of these names that are just staples in hip-hop. Could those guys I just listed be any more different from Juice World, Travis Scott, Lil Uzi Vert, Kodak Black? This is why I ask that question, because do you start to see the instant differences? Now, I didn't even get into any specifics about comparing those two groups of artists. But don't some things just automatically come to mind? You start comparing what they sound like, their delivery, their lyrical content, their beats. Now, whatever kind of comments or props you want to give is all good. But there's just a clear difference in the authenticity, the emotion, and the content when it comes to bad rap and good rap. Quality rap artists who have been in the game for 10, 20 years, and rappers that come up in the digital age and the viral video age. And there's the hint. And there's where we can defend this new rap music that may be considered bad, but serves a purpose. Now, everything I'm talking about, everything I'm talking about, is about the business of making music and making sales. Success and what you do on the charts are supported in so many different ways current day. Generally speaking, a lot of hip-hop artists work under the assumption of what comes into play to climb the charts. What are those elements to help you climb the charts, make money, gain fans? Business, commercialism, marketing. Plain and simple, those are the names of the game, right? A little bit of a deeper question that you can have sit in your brain for a while is this. Think about what I'm trying to categorize right now as bad rap. The styles, the content. Is current day rap influenced by internet trends and outside cultural influences? Or is the bad rap music doing the influencing? Is it a mix? Probably. But we can't just blanketly hate bad rap music when the market is dictating that this is what people are listening to for these reasons, for dancing, for TikTok, for videos, for viral shit. A lot of rap artists are playing to the market and making money because they're in the business to make money. This is their job. They make music. They want sales. Now, you can judge that approach all you want, and I judge it to a certain degree. Because again, a lot of topics in the music industry come down to art versus commerce. You're letting the art slip away for commerce. It's all business decisions instead of musical and artistic decisions. And people notice. But if you want to be a huge success, and there's nothing wrong with that, You play to what the market is telling you. So like it or not, a lot of these rappers are making business decisions. And it hurts the craft, but it doesn't hurt the money. Let me paint an example 
to kind of justify this some more. Because, you know, these hip-hop heads, real rap fans, real music fans, they'll say, who gives a shit about the business and making tons of money and making you and your team rich? It should be about the craft. It should be about hearing different albums and hearing you get better so we can compare your albums to your old albums, so we can compare your albums to other rappers who are out now. Because that's what rap fans do. That's what I do. You want to compare, see who's better, who's getting better lyrically, who said the coolest punchline. But that is just not today's complete reality. So let me paint this scenario, right? The TikTok app. Everybody should know what TikTok is. It's used for other things, making other viral videos, but at the root of it, uh, especially females, they find songs that you can play on this app. They create dances to it, hope to get viral, hope people watch them, whatever. So the scenario goes like this. One of the thousands, tens of thousands of girls who dance on TikTok, have a shitload of followers, finds some new rap song on Spotify. She creates some dance to it, loads it up on TikTok. Followers love it. They copy it. Now this song is going viral because thousands of people are playing this song on their TikTok accounts and hundreds of thousands are watching. Now we have a hit song on our hands because that popularity bleeds into other mediums. We follow that artist on social media and start bumping their album and waiting for their next single. That's success in today's music industry. Let me give you another one. All right? There's a rapper. Current day, rapping verses on social media in any one of the current styles, right? Mumble rap, chopped and screwed, trap music, all these subgenres. Current day, rapping verses on social media in any one of the current styles, right? This mumble rap, chopped and screwed, trap music, whatever. All these sub-styles that weren't really prevalent 20 years ago. So what happens? This rapper has been cranking out content. He starts tagging his rapping videos and clips with hip-hop accounts that have tens of thousands of likes and followers. You know, these accounts you can find on Instagram or Facebook like Hip-Hop DX, Hip-Hop Forever, or any other account that promotes and forwards on rappers' content that lets it go viral. One of those hip-hop pages takes notice to these videos that they're getting tagged in, and all of a sudden they repost one. Just one. He's a good rapper, a lot of energy, relatable style, you know, rocking one of these beats that a lot of new fans are into. That video gets shared 10,000 times because this hip-hop page shared it. Now all these rap fans and people who watched this rap video on Hip-Hop DX or whatever it was, now they're looking at this rapper's name. Now they're going to his page, checking out his other videos seeing what else he's got. Now, every time he drops his next rap video on his own page, he's getting thousands of views automatically because of that one repost. All of a sudden, Sway in the Morning on Shade 45 invites him to the show to freestyle because he's going viral. That's success in today's music industry. I didn't mention anything about cranking out three classic albums, doing battle rap, earning respect, the way they did in the 90s. These were two scenarios where you didn't have to be 
the top rapper in the game, the best underground rapper that people have ever heard to find huge success. Can you blame either scenario for happening? You really can't. And there's the difference, and there's where you can defend bad rap getting a bad rap. Yeah, if you're critiquing it from an artistic standpoint, it's not the best music you've ever heard. may not be close to, even. But it's working the market, and it's successful, and these rappers coming up in the last few years, they know how these scenarios work. Those scenarios that I, those pictures I painted, what do they really have in common, right? Neither of those things, due to the culture, technology, the stylistic preferences in rap today, could have ever happened in the 80s or 90s. Obviously. Rappers didn't focus on media and marketing. If they got lucky and got signed, a record label showed them the way, whatever way that was. These old school rappers, or at least rappers who have been in the game a while, just followed a different path. They worked on their craft. They battled and called each other out. They wanted to put out better songs each time. It was a different reality. Now the industry dictates different terms. Exploit social media however you can, because what catches on now? Dances, the newest and catchiest trap beat, and a unique, casual but on-point flow that people go crazy for. Sounds heavy in the car with the volume up, too catchy to not make a 20-second dance to. That's all the reality now. Now, there's always exceptions to the general rule. Of course, not all current rap music is bad and shitty. So we're talking J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Joyner Lucas, Childish Gambino, etc. These are guys who are in it today. And they're not following the marketing, viral, internet standards that I just went into depth explaining. They don't really dip into the new generation way of making hits. But plain and simple, and I said this earlier, there's plenty of territory and room for types of fans in hip-hop. So again, there's always exceptions to the general rule. So bad rap gets a bad rap because it doesn't adhere to the old foundational standards that classic, all-time list rappers followed. They get a bad rap because they're following the new standards and new marketing. So from that standpoint, is there even any blame that can be thrown around? I don't think there really is. You know, when fans are doing the comparison, artist versus artist, album versus album, song versus song, whatever, of course, let's acknowledge who's good, who's not good. I love those debates. I love getting into skills and ranking rappers, breaking down lyricism, and how artists can really fit these rhyming words and syllables in each line and still have a coherent story. I mean, it's crazy. So many rappers don't do that. And yeah, very fair to compare. Put them way down the list. But don't blame them. Don't pour on this extra layer of hate because they're making a killing knowing how the rap music business works. How to get likes, shares, streams, how to get money. If you're in it for that and you're successful, where's the hate? Other than acknowledging, hey, you're not as good as the top 10, top 20 rappers in the game right now. Okay. Maybe they're not trying to be. And that's something that took me a while to kind of 
acknowledge. If you are a pretty big hip-hop rap fan and you start talking music with somebody, an acquaintance, a friend, friend of a friend, whatever, and you tell them you really like rap music, in their head they're not going through all the points and layers that we just went through. They judge rap on what they hear on the radio, what they see on TikTok, and they think rap sucks. They're not paying enough attention to what the market's doing. They're not paying enough attention to what these other rappers who don't adhere to those new styles but are killing it lyrically and are getting a lot of respect in the rap community. These general music fans aren't savvy to all that. It almost gives rap a bad name from a general commercial standpoint. Because you say you like rap, they think you like all the shit that's on TikTok and on the radio that you really might not like. And people might discount your taste in music. And that's unfair. And so it took me a while to come around to this point. Because I would take offense to being someone who's pretty knowledgeable in music, especially in hip-hop. And to have people almost look down on me because I say I like rap. But again, this rap that they're hearing, that a lot of people might not like, serve a purpose. So that is why bad rap gets a bad rap. And I think that is the end of my thesis. So I hope I wrap that up nicely. I could talk about this all day. I'd love to debate all these people who think I just put down their favorite rapper. Um, I think I did a pretty good bipartisan job of defending uh, both sides of the coin, per se. And maybe I'll just leave it at this. You uh, newer, younger rap fans that may not give... uh, too much homage to the old school. You like whatever rappers you want to like. That's fine. You know, these new styles, these new school rappers. Hey, no judging your taste. Just don't be trying to put them on no top 10 list. And hey, with that, thanks for listening. And like Dre said, till the next episode. Nick Talks Talks Music. Music.